Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to From the Press Box, the Holland Central Sports Staff Weekly Podcast, where we talk anything and everything sports. Uh, we have not changed the name of the podcast yet, even though we are not from any press box or even <laughs> Sentinel office. Um, I am sports editor Dandy Adana, along with assistant sports editor Bo Troutman. We are coming to you from the friendly confines of our very own homes during this uh, coronavirus, I guess, outbreak, pandemic, whatever you want to call it. We are staying indoors and, uh, yeah, playing it safe, playing it cool, but we got a lot of sports stuff to talk about, um, even if there's nothing going on out there at the moment. And, oh, there's really nothing going on now, locally, unfortunately. Uh, the Michigan High School Athletic Association announced today that since uh, school year, it has, uh, since the governor canceled the rest of the school year and doesn't want the uh, facilities used, that sports will be done for the rest of the school year, too, which means that the remaining playoffs for the winter sports are canceled and uh, all of the spring seasons are canceled, uh, kind of following suit what college did, although, you know, different states for their high schools are trying to hold out as long as they can. And I think this year in Michigan, we were holding out as long as we could. Um, but now we've reached the conclusion that most people kind of assumed was happening based on what's going on around the rest of the world. So both the, uh, for the as far as the winter playoffs go, we had... The Hamilton girls were in the regional final uh, for basketball. The Zealand East boys and the Calvary boys were in the district finals. Um, and then we had our, all of our teams had, all of our boys swim teams had at least a few people that were set to compete at the state meet. Um, so, Bo, let's just start there. I mean, mm. what do you, what do you think of this as far as the winter sports go? I mean, they, they kind of assumed, everybody we talked to kind of assumed this was happening now, but also to have that possible, you know, so you're saying there's a chance, kind of hope, mm-hmm. uh, that maybe there was something for to you know, have that, you know, for three three plus weeks now mm-hmm. and then then finally have it taken away. Gives a lot of closure, but it's still it still stinks. I mean just what do you make of the winter part of this and, and, and just feeling for our winter teams? Yeah, I mean, you know, I did so, I've done several stories and I'm still doing stories just on like uh just winter athletes who were affected by this and you know, when I talked to a lot of them, um, you know, there was a finality to it. And, and you know, could hear their voice and the things they said and you know, I even started to realize kind of the questions I was asking was like, you know, I'm asking this in a very final way. And I think everybody kind of collectively kind of felt that way about it. And then today I think they just kind of confirmed what really felt inevitable to me and it's too bad, you know, I said in uh, one of our last podcasts was like, you know, let's not let the virus win you know let's make this work somehow there's got to be a way you know wait it out and we'll figure it out later but honestly there's so many moving parts that i am you know personally ignorant to as far as the logistics of you know making tournaments happen making championship games happen that you know it's understandable that, you know this is just kind of the right move it's pretty much the only option 
I would say. So it's just, it's not a good thing. It's, it's just very, one of the weirdest years I think we'll ever have in sports ever. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I really feel for all those Windsor athletes because, you know, some of them to be right on the cusp, especially the seniors, to be right there, you know, you're, you've worked years to kind of, you know, build up to these moments, you know, these winter sports tournaments and just to kind of have that come with something so weird, you know, just to end it. Uh, that's really, I'm not really sure how you handle that. And I'm not really sure what words of comfort there are for that because this is such a new thing. So, Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, there's different levels of it, too. I mean, like, the Calvary boys basketball team were having one of their best years. They, on paper, would look like they'd win the region. Or not the region, excuse me. Well, I don't know. But the district is what yeah. I meant yep. to say. And then this is their, it's like their only sport. You know what I mean? Like, they don't, they have a boys and a girls sport each season mm-hmm. but there haven't been enough girls to have some of the girls sports this year baseball team's not great you know and the mm-hmm. soccer team's not great not that they're bad but basketball was it for them like this is like they're everything wrapped up into one team basically as far as excitement and so that's a huge bummer for them I mean Zealand East they the boys they had a great season and they were about to go up against Hudsonville who's been ranked and beaten everybody else in West Michigan yeah uh, for the most part, and this was their shot to try to, I don't want to say take down Goliath, because it wasn't that big of a spread between the talent of those teams, but a clear, it would clearly have been an upset if Steel East won. Oh, yeah. So you have that going. The Hamilton girls, they were in the regional final, because the girls started, you know, season and playoffs started a week earlier, so they were a week further along, and they, you know, after their tough start, where they were playing great teams and had injuries, and were trying to figure things out after having so many deep postseason runs, they figured it out at the end of the season, finished second in their conference to Byron Center, and won the districts for the fifth year in a row. That's incredible, five years in a row winning yeah. the district title. That's insane. I mean, there's some teams, there's some schools out in our area that have barely ever won any. So I feel like the West Ottawa boys went decades before they won two, you know, two in a row a couple years ago. But Hamilton's girls won five in a row. And they were in the regional final against a team that had a a better record than them, but didn't play in the same kind of a conference as them. So who knows? And they were on a roll. So they were the team, you know, Calvary was the team with something to prove. Zealand East boys were the ones looking for the big upset. But the the Hamilton girls were that that team with the hot hand in in March Madness. You know what I mean? They They were the team on a roll that everything just was coming together for. And so, you know, that kind of at least pushed the regional final to, you know, 50-50, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's uh, it's just, that's, but that's how it ends. And uh, it's just it's just really hard to see, but each one of those teams at a different stage and had a different, you know, moment upcoming. Um, then you think about the swim teams. At West Ottawa, they won the state championship on last year on the last touch of the last relay. That was it. Like, by hundreds of a second, out-touching the competition on the last relay of the meet to barely win. Yeah. And they graduated a ton. They graduated three Division One scholarship swimmers and one or two Division Twos and a couple kids that are swim- were swimming D3. So they, they graduated like eight college swimmers, and they were still there. Yeah, that's amazing. They, that growth from the younger group was insane this year, and they were about to prove, I mean, if you score out their psych sheet that, you know, on paper based on times entering in, they would have won the state meet by 11 points. Now, you obviously don't know what specifically is going to happen in swimming. Some people's taper is better than others, so some teams gain a ton more points than you think they will, and some teams 
gain less than you think they will, just depending, it depends on who shows up. But to have a shot at a state title when, you know, 70, 60 to 70% of your points from the year before state title graduated is crazy. Uh, that that's, that's a whole bunch of kids, younger kids taking that next step. And that was crazy to watch, uh, this growth this year. And that's, a, to me, that's kind of one of the, maybe the biggest bummer is cause I think they were going to win yeah. and prove like that's a whole different level to prove that we can still be like this, even though we lost all those, all those kids. Right. And, I mean, Holland Christian at division three, they were ranked number two. They probably were going to finish second. Um, but they still missed out on, uh, East Grand Rapids is really just loaded this year. Um, but they still missed out on a chance, you know, to just stay. I mean, it's, it's no shot, no slot second in the state here. We're talking about, right. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. even if, even if you, you probably won't win, that's an awesome season, second in the state. Mm-hmm. We've gotten to a point in swimming in our area where second in the second in the state isn't as, isn't as great as it is in other places, just because we're we're used to all of our teams doing that. I mean, we've all all five of our swim teams have had at least one year of that in the past ten years, where they finished first or second, basically. Right, um, and that's awesome. Uh, so, but yeah, and then you know, Zealand had. And Zealand and Holland and Hamilton also had people to save me. Um, and we're looking to kind of make a move and stuff too. So just, just very much a bummer. Yeah. Now spring, Bo, we, I mean, it's different. It's completely different. They don't even get to get started right. on spring sports now. And everybody's affected. It's not just the people who made it so far or the teams that are, you know, that are still around. It's everybody, every yeah. sport, every school in the entire state. Uh, just your initial reactions on that part of it, Bo. I mean, like, I mean, I'm sure that most people thought this was coming too, but still, to be a senior in a, you know, hoping for something big in a spring sport, to already have your school ended for the year, you're probably not going to have a in-person graduation ceremony, mm-hmm. which means you're also probably not or probably shouldn't have graduation parties. Uh, and all this time with your friends is taken away because you can't be anywhere and now your sport's gone too I mean man that's rough oh yeah no I mean it's uh, the big thing too is like you know a lot of those sports you know those people they're preparing all year for their seasons like I know baseball you know there's throwing programs and hitting programs in the fall and like you know there's summer workouts I mean it's you know sports it's not just about the season it's about the work that goes into getting ready for that season that all goes kind of by the wayside with this and yeah it's like and not to mention the school part of it yeah it's like you know there's so many things that like you remember you know me being you know having gone through high school and college and all that it's like there's so many things you remember about just that experience you know graduation and you know graduation parties like you mentioned and stuff like that you know that's all just gone and like how do you you know i guess you know people are having fun with it doing virtual parties and stuff like that and like that's one thing but like to not experience that organically and not have like a normal you know life basically you know i don't know it's just weird it's just like i don't know what you tell those people and like you know and that's that's kind of the theme of like you know some of the stories i've been doing about spring teams is like they don't know what to say these coaches they're just like well uh <laughs> everybody go home you know and there's a lot of tears shed and stuff because right what do you say you know right i mean it's a different kind of heartbreak than the few winter teams that had all this potential not that the spring teams didn't have potential mm-hmm. but to have to to have only a handful of teams so close to great things and then that get to take away is it is one kind of heartbreak but then to have everybody not have a, ch- a chance in the spring is another right but yeah it's but those are the memories i mean like i remember like think about athletes you're you're 
graduation. That's a fun memory. Graduation parties. I mean, like, oh yeah, like my friends still talk about my graduation party, and I graduated twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, my grandma and my great aunt handmade three hundred and fifty tennis ball sized meatballs at my graduate <laughs> for my graduation party. Right, there were meatballs everywhere. And it was like, it was like a classic, you know, Italian moment of the, you know, the party and like, I, I had a couple of my best friends couldn't make it because they were on vacation with their family and they're like, hey, save us a couple of meatballs. (laughs) (laughs) Cause it was like epic. Like that doesn't happen. Like for, I mean, most of my, I mean, most of my friends, not Italian, you know, whatever. Uh So like that's, that was like this big, like culture shock to them too that, that it was just like oh my gosh you guys made these like right yeah. um, and it was just fun it was like every every i feel like every graduation part has that there was like one thing either one super fun food or one crazy thing someone did or one you know poster board with all the pictures there's so many just regular life moments but yeah and that's and it's for the athletes too that's a conclusion i mean like i've been fortunate enough to and i've been around long enough that you get to know some of these athletes so i've been invited to some graduation parties here and there and like to see how proud i are they are of the sentinel coverage not just i mean it would have been if they were anywhere you know what i mean but how proud they were of their accomplishments you know they've got the you know newspaper stories laid out their uh certificates and pictures and varsity letters and and things it's a big deal like it's a big Mm. deal to be to celebrate because it is really hard to be a really good athlete at the high school level or the college level or anything i mean there's a lot of sacrifice that goes into that and that was always a cool moment too seeing those kind of things pictures you know like you know you we use a lot of action and reaction pictures in the paper Mm -hmm. but we have but then you go to these parties and you see their board you can see the same events but you see the athletes how they interact with each other and all the pictures they took on their phones and stuff Right, and that—that's always a cool, cool thing to see too. So, it's just really crazy to think about. And we had some great teams on the horizon here at Bo. Yeah. I oh mean, yeah. The Zealand West Boys Track Team, defending state champions, they're moving up to Division One, so they were going to have to uh, run against East Kentwood, who wins a lot. But they, and they might not have beat them in the MSSA state meet, but the Mika team state meet, where it's the whole team scores, not just who qualifies. Zealand West depth could have beat them. We don't know, and we'll never know. Right. Um, that would have been a very special way for the seniors to go out. And the Zealand East uh, girls track team, same thing. You've got so many returning talented people coming from a team, you know, that finished uh, that's finished in the top two or three like the last three four years, and. What are you going to get there? You know, like, who, well, who was going to emerge? They always have those great throwers, the shot putters and the discus uh, people. And they they had the number one and two, finish one and two in the state last year in the discus. And they're graduating. But you know what? They had, they had five, they had four or five other kids score in either the shot putter or the discus. <laughs> so who was going to take that next step and do that? Who was right. going to be the young, you know, this or that that took over? Um you know, and then Holland Christian, their track team uh, has stunned a lot of people with great relays and some great individual performances the last couple of years. And they've had a couple top two, three finishes too. But you have uh, Jillian Feeney and Michelle Kuypers. How are they going to finish their spectacular careers? They've each been state champions on relays together and individually over the years. Yeah, just judging. How is that going to finish? Just judging from how they did in cross country too. Yeah, it's like yeah. Ugh. And so they, it's it's 
one of those things. The West Idaho girls tennis team, they've been a top five, six team in the state, which is very difficult in Division One in tennis, especially coming from a team on the West Side because there's some, you know, Detroit suburb schools that are pretty powerhouse at tennis, uh, plus the Ann Arbor schools too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, West Ottawa has, they finished, I think, in the top, in the top eight, the last, at least the top ten the last three years. And they, uh, they only lost a couple people. So they were going to have a good chunk of their team back. So what was going to happen there? Who was going to take the big, the big move and what was going to, you know, bring that team to the next level? Mm-hmm. Then you got, you know, teams that are traditionally good in other sports, Holland Christian baseball, West Ottawa baseball, you know, the Zealand team. I mean, all, all the baseball teams, who's going to make, who was going to take that next step? You know, what was going to be the next thing? Uh, who was going to step up and make it? You know, who's, who's, whose year was going to be our year? You know what I mean? There's right. always some teams like that. Then the girls soccer team, Zealand East. The girls made the, I think, the regional final last year, if I'm remembering correctly, just strictly from memory. And they, they had, you know, a couple of great seniors last year, but they have a ton, they had a ton of underclassmen starting. And a lot of them were going to be back this year. So, you know, what was going to happen there? I mean, there's just so many. Same with Holland Christian. Um, I was told, this is, this is all somewhat hearsay, but Faith Mulder from the basketball team was going to play high school soccer again. She played it as a freshman. But she's been playing club soccer the past couple of years instead of high school. And, it, you know, she got a scholarship to play soccer at Iowa, which is incredible. Oh, wow. So inserting her back into a high school setting where, you know, Zealand East, West, Hamilton, and Holland Christian all have fantastic teams. Imagine how fun that OK Green race was going to be. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got college players up and down all of those teams. Um, yeah. That was going to be incredible. I mean... And, too, like, you know, I know I wasn't here last year, but, like, you know, just, you know, a lot of these athletes, you know, they play multiple sports, they play in the fall, you know, just, like, the enthusiasm they had for it, too, like, especially cross-country, you know, and a lot of those kids go on the track, it's like, you know, the biggest thing I noticed at that the state made this year cross-country was just how much everyone loved it. It was like, man, they're yeah. just, they're so down for it, that's their thing, and they rock it, and they're so into it, and, and I really, like, thought that was really cool, and, like, the fact that you're taking something so important to people like that who really invest themselves in it, that's, like, the biggest, most, like, heart-wrenching thing of all this. It's like, you know, you're taking away something that people care about, and that's, whenever that happens, man, yeah, it's, ugh, I just don't it's like tough. it. It's tough, it's tough, and so I'm one of those teams, too, Sogchuck. They always have great cross-country track and field teams. Well, you know, how is this year going to end? I think they they barely finished second at state meet last year, and they're always up there. Yeah. Well, you know, who was going to be that key figure to step into some of the holes that were left by graduation and keep that thing going? I mean, and then, like you said, multiple, multiple sport athletes. Think about, like, uh, Hamilton. You've got somebody like Justine Bronkhorst that played volleyball made the state quarters for volleyball. It's on the basketball team. They made the regional final and could have gone further than that. Mm-hmm. And then and saying she teamed up there with Sierra Scrodenboer. They're the two starting guards for Hamilton basketball. They're the two midfielders on the soccer team that play an amazing, aggressive style of soccer, just like they play basketball defense for Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And that was incredible to watch. And so I don't get to watch them go up against Faith Mulder uh, and Holland Christian or against uh, you know Haley DeCavers and the uh, Zealand East team or Abby Wynn and the Zealand West team there's so many those, all of those matchups would have been fantastic like and all had huge implications on a conference championship and which team was going to make a big run in districts too yeah um, so it's 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 so there's so many what ifs 
that's the hardest part. What if we got, you know, what if our, we got to play this out? How would it would have gone? You know, I mean, thankfully, for the most part, for the spring, you know, it's pretty late for seniors to land a scholarship mm-hmm. in sports, but it still does happen. So hopefully it doesn't cost anybody a shot. Um, and hopefully it doesn't cost the juniors this spring a shot when, you know, this is the junior year is usually the year in the sp- for spring sports that you showcase that stuff to scouts. Right. I mean, obviously that's the case across the board. So it's hurting everybody who's a junior. So hopefully that still keeps the playing field level. But it's going to be a lot harder for that class to be, especially if your main sport's a spring sport, to be, you know, showcasing your talent to try to land somewhere collegially. So yeah, that's going to be very interesting. Um, you know, there's just all kinds of levels. This. I mean, we've talked about this already too. The college spring season was over. Um, and same thing happened for the winter thing. You had the heartbreak of the whole women's basketball team ending so close to the final four but then you also have some amazing senior college athletes from all over the country from our area that their careers are just over like that right and uh it's it's just unbelievable that this is it's hard to wrap your head around we keep saying how weird this is how bizarre this is how unbelievable it's because it is there's not much there's no words to describe it because we've never experienced this before no, I went I mean, to the I went to the grocery store in Thunville last night, you know, being careful and washing my hands and stuff, but like, you know, seeing people with masks and, you know, bandanas around their head, dude, that's weird. <laughs> like yeah, was, oh my like god, man. Movie or something. Yeah, it's like am I in it's, contagion too right now? It's like yeah. Right, yeah. I mean like it's just it just makes you think differently and how long are we gonna have that little bit of fear in the back of our heads? You know, there's a right. lot of people that will have the fear of this in the back of their heads now for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Because of how it's impacted them. And that's a whole other layer of what this is doing and how sad this is. Um, but yeah, just, there's, there's just, there's no words. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no words for it. I mean, the last time we didn't have championships for all the MHSA sports was World War Two. Yeah. You know, the last time, you know, the Olympics got moved or whatever altogether, World War Two. I mean, we've had teams boycott, you know, countries boycott and things like this. But, you know, we it's this is so unprecedented. Mm-hmm. I mean, World War II wasn't even in our parents' generation, Bo. It was our grandparents' generation, you know. And that's when they were even young. Yeah. So it's just, it was a whole different world then. They didn't have all the sports either, you know what I mean? They had baseball, basketball, and football. Mm. And no girls' sports. And maybe some teams had some soccer, but that's it. Right. Um, so... There's so many more opportunities today, but that also means that this year there's so many more opportunities that got taken away. Yeah. Unfortunately. Which so, is terrible. Yeah. It's crazy. And then what's going to happen now if we, if we move back to, you know, talking about some things a little bit further out of our air coverage area. Wimbledon's officially canceled now, so that was kind of the last major thing of the summer, or at least up to midsummer, that we were wondering about that was either postponed or canceled. Not everything was canceled. The Indy 500 was moved later. The French Open was moved later. Um, so, but that, you know, that's in July, Bo, so in in Europe, where the, it's been going through, it was, uh, first, it went through Europe first, mostly, before it got to the U.S., so they should technically be done first, of course, we can't really predict that at all, um, how long things go, if everybody, if everybody did what they were supposed to do, then maybe that would be something I could say with some sort of certainty, but of course, nowhere can we predict anything about how people are going to do it and how people how there's still some people taking this very very much too cavalier yeah um 
But well, one thing on that, it's like so, it's amazing. Okay. It's amazing to me, yeah how many assumptions are made about this <laughs> every right. day. Yeah, it's ugh. right. And we had, I mean, I'll, I don't want to get super political in this, but uh-huh. we uh, we were talking about this earlier. Bo, the the governor of Georgia yesterday closed. You know, had a similar stay at home ordinance that we have in Michigan. He announced it yesterday and said the reason for it was he. They just found out within the last twenty four hours that people can uh, transmit the virus to others without showing any symptoms. How ignorant is that? I don't even know how that's possible. That's somebody who's running a state saying that when people and doctors now who are becoming very famous in the United States and people all over the world have been saying that for at least three months. Right. At least three months. How many people are going to get it in Georgia because of that leadership? Right. And that, you know, how many people already have it but they haven't tested, been tested so we don't know. I mean, like, is there, are there... Uh, case is going to go through the roof now that they're going to have, you know, that more people are going to be tested. Like, but that's, that's how bad this is. And that, it, you know, and so, I mean, I, that's, that's not supposed to be a political thing. Uh, you know what I mean? I did not say what political affiliation this governor has, and, but it's just me calling a leadership thing bad. That was, bad. that was a bad, bad, uh, I don't know. That was poor leadership. Mm-hmm. There to not to not know those facts or to not believe those facts. Um, so I, I would assume everyone listening to this podcast and listening this far into the podcast does not think that uh, we are fake news or you know <laughs> right. No. A bunch of crap no. Because yeah, uh, and we thank you for that. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, it's a fact that all of Italy's still in a lockdown. This is not something that any sort of media made up. So. Um, I mean, I've got some distant cousins there still, and I'm checking their Facebook page every day to see, to make sure they don't post something horrible. Now, don't get me wrong. There's been plenty of things posted horrible as far as what's going on, but I mean horrible personally, you know. Right. Um, they're posting all kinds of stories about people walking through, you know, the streets of, not people, like a journalist with a camera walking through the empty streets of Venice or Rome or Milan, where these are some of the busiest areas in the world every day. And there's not a soul you can see. Yeah. That's insane. So weird. You know, and that's not made up either. You know, you can't make that up. Yeah. No CGI is that good to take millions of people out of photo, you know, out of a video. Um, so uh, that's, yeah, that's the the hard part there. But so now, so Wimbledon's out and we're clearly seeing this now and everybody's finally starting to wake up, even if it's too slow around Mm -hmm. our country about this. What in the world, Bo, is going to happen with the NBA and the NHL and even Major League Baseball? Your guess is as good as mine, man. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, what are we going to have? We're going to go, you know, the NBA just going to go right to playoffs and not start them till August. That's what I suggest they do, but I don't think they're going to do that. Right. Um, Same thing for the NHL. Um, but like Major League Baseball, we're talking about they were hoping to start by the end of May. There's no way. There's no way. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no There's way. no way that's going to be safe enough to do. Yeah. I can assume that. Yeah. No so way. What if, so even if we say, I mean, you're looking at, at best case scenario now, half a Major League season. Right. You're, you're talking about maybe starting after the what would have been the All-Star break in July. Yeah. That's the best case scenario. Which is insane. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, well, would you, should you do it all together? If it's safe. Even if they can only play 30 games or 40 games, they should do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. People need that. They need that. The, the rebound. The teams yeah. need it. Revenue needs it. Everything needs it, you know? Yeah. So, but, like, it's just going to be crazy. And then, if we're talking about that, then you know that all of the 
summer workouts and everything else for college and pro football are going to be altered how's that going to look on their season you know we that's a long time to think about still yeah but i like i'm hoping and based on what i'm seeing around the world and everything else that by that point we will hopefully hopefully be well clear enough to be starting that but that doesn't mean their preparations for the season aren't going to be all jacked up Mm -hmm. so it's it's I've never been this uncertain of anything in my life, Bo. Yeah. <laughs> this is so <laughs> yeah. different. I mean, this is so different. And now, you know, now that the MHSAA thing goes, at least there's some closure for those. That's that's the main thing. I mean, most of them felt that way anyway and feared it all along. It's almost merciful just to finally have the closure of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's, you know, just the waiting and the wondering can, you know, can wreak some havoc on some young people's minds you know yeah especially while they're basically locked up in their own house like these there's there's and i'm not just speaking about sports here people cooped up for a long time there's definitely some mental health challenges that can arise oh yeah you know from this that there's gonna be a lot of those kind of issues popping up because it's hard to be you know what will this make you will this i mean for everybody that's being kind of cavalier and doesn't know what they should do and still wants to do everything their own way and is still you know maybe pushing or breaking some of the rules you got people that aren't budging out of their home they won't even go outside in their yard you know because they're that scared of it reversely and then there's everything in the middle you know there's every layer in between those two extremes so uh it's gonna be interesting how we help each other come out of this as a species yeah i'm not talking about as a city or a state or even a country as the human race Right. Everybody is going to be. Everyone's impacted by this, you know, and it's 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 just it's just stunning. But you know, it's a bummer about the sports. But I mean, safety first. I mean, th- there's a reason that that's always been a phrase: safety first, safety first. Yeah. You know, you don't even think about it. You hear it so much. Right. But how could you not want to ensure the safety and health of our species first? Like that seems <laughs> that seems at such a simple level to say. But you know, there's nothing about this situation that is simple. Right. So just, uh, just very, just very, very different levels of heartbreaking here. Um, but uh, you know, we'll we'll move forward. Hopefully, I can't wait till sports again becomes a part of the healing. Mm-hmm. Sports does a very good job as the part of the healing, but sports usually isn't one of the things that's broken. <laughs> right. Know? Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. So we'll see. NBA, NHL. We'll find out what's going on eventually. I mean, they're going to hold out as long as they can. It's too big a business. Um, but their seasons are not going to finish normally, and they're not going to finish as far as the full amount of games, um, not if they want to have playoffs. So mm-hmm. it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. And then in the summertime, too, I mean, we haven't talked about this as much, but, uh, you know, there's a good chance that, I mean, if the, if the NBA goes that far into it and Major League Baseball doesn't start until July, that's also, like more than halfway through the WNBA season, mm-hmm. which starts in the spring-summer. So then you got that altered. Um, yeah, it's just it's just crazy globally. So, yeah. um, But we'll, we'll continue to bring more, as much coverage as we can of what's going on, as well as taking, uh, you know, we still have some of our winter all-area teams to, to talk about, uh, you know, in the Sentinel. Um, and, you know, we have some more college seniors that we're, you know, going to tell their stories in the next couple of weeks and then move on to having to do the same thing for some high school seniors and not even just the seniors, some of the what ifs about high school sports. Since it's not just an abrupt finish 
for that, it's a whole what if situation. So there's going to be some what if stories that we definitely talk about um, in the set in the next couple of weeks, and you know how kids are handling it and everything else. So um, everyone's got a different story too, which is what makes what's going to bring us all together too. Is because everyone knows that everyone has their own story about this, and uh, it makes the situation so unique to each person, but also so collectively ununique mm-hmm. as as a human race. Uh, you know, going to bring people together, hopefully, on uh, some of these stories. So. Right. Crazy, though. Just crazy. Any final thoughts, Captain Butler? I hope this ends soon. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Yeah. That, I mean, uh, there's really nothing else to say about yeah. it. I mean, it's, it's gotten to that point. It's so tough, and it's not... I mean, it's. don't get me wrong. It is so depressing about the sports, mm-hmm. but it is so much more than that. Oh, yeah. Uh, that it is not... Um, you know, that's not my focus. I mean, like, yeah, it's just, I mean, I mean, now everyone's sports is affected. There's so many people here that are, that are baseball fans could give a care about other sports, but it's affected. Mm-hmm. What if you don't like baseball and you like other stuff? Affected. Everything's affected. Every sport is affected and every, everything. I'm not just talking about sports. Concerts are canceled. Shows are canceled. You know, and everything. There's nothing. There's nothing out there. There's no entertainment out, outside of your house. I mean, digitally there is, but I mean, there's no, you can't go to the movies, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, no one's going to, you know, in a, probably no one's going to the epic uh, opening night of Black Widow, you know, which was supposed to be, what, in a month? I would guess that's not happening. Um, it's it's just it's just crazy. There, there's everything. But, you know, it's, and hopefully businesses survive. That's, oh, yeah. the, that's the key thing now. So many businesses are losing money now. Yeah, I saw it. We drove in town the other day, and uh, for Kano's, look close. I was like, man, they better be all right. <laughs> you know, right. I need them. <laughs> but, right. I've been, oh, we've been trying yeah. to branch out. I mean, we've had our initial scare up, you know, this whole thing, but we've been trying to follow the rules, but also try to support a local restaurant <laughs> once a week, at least, to, um, you know, to order some takeout and, you know, and show our support that way. And uh, everybody that I've come in contact with, is, you know, they're all following the rules reversely as far as everything goes as long as you follow the rules about getting your food out of the packaging and get buying hot food hot kind of foods mm-hmm. and it, you, you know if you can get rid of the packaging wash your hands great like you know wash your hands like really wash your hands like surgeons wash their hands mm-hmm. and then um you know heat it up in the microwave for 20 seconds i mean doctors are saying that'll that'll do the trick yeah. um so uh so if you feel comfortable you know to support some local restaurants and businesses, uh, those kind of businesses in that regard, they're open, they're there, they're waiting. But uh, I will also say, if you do not feel comfortable doing that, do not, mm-hmm. you know, that, that we don't need that either. Yeah. Um, we don't need people on the fence about things and, uh, you know, getting too nervous about it. And, you know, we don't, we don't need those kind of issues, mental health issues either. I mean, I've had, I've, I've struggled with it. There's days that I'm like, I'm not leaving this house. And then there's mm. days where I'm like, let me out of here. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's, uh, it's, it's going to play a lot of those tricks on everybody. So, mm. um, but yeah, we will keep, keep you posted on all the sports and how teams are reacting, how teams are handling it, what they're going to do to keep, the, you know, to pass the time almost, and also what they're going to do to be ready for their future, whether it be moving on to college sports or their next year high school sports or, or what. But, uh, yeah, stay safe out there. Follow the rules. They're there for a reason. If you don't have to go out anywhere, don't go out anywhere. Uh, and it, but if you want to support local restaurants, you know, make sure you see the guidelines for going out and uh, you know what to do with that. And 
I've never said outside when I was volunteering in my kids' preschool classes, I've never said wash your hands so much, but wash your hands. It's not that hard. Wash your hands like for real wash your hands. And that alleviates most of it just there. So Right. So simple, but not so simple, right, Bo? No, because it just takes doing it, yeah. Yeah, so. All right, well, stay safe this week. Bo and I will be back to discuss other things um, in the coming weeks. Uh, We will come up with some very interesting topics to talk about, as well as touching base with some of the local stuff going on. So have a safe and healthy week, and we'll be back next week. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.